BS Sports Podcast is powered by Swing Juice. Visit swingjuice.com. Use promo code BIVE20 for 20% off your golf and MLBPA apparel. I'm back. You are. I am back. And we're going to get into my trip because I got a lot to tell Sketty that I haven't told him yet about the courses and such. It's an awesome trip. So we'll get into that. And the Astros, world champs. Never had any doubt. You guys were talking shit last week because they were down 2-1. No big deal. No hit them the next night. Moving on. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Local shout outs, like always. Uh, buzz and buzz killed. And we're going to get into what week's coming up? 10? Is it week 10? Yeah. 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 yeah week 10. Week 10? Yep. Reality. Well, technically, it would be week nine overreactions and reality, though. But yeah. we're going into yeah. week 10. Uh, sports history. We're going to do the Veterans Day edition. And I'm going to list uh, five notable athletes who are also veterans. So that's going to be sports history, Sketty on Jim Ursay and the Colts things that sting. We got some follow up to the Brian Robinson shooting the Washington commanders running back who got uh, shot. Just just started playing what a couple weeks ago. He's back four weeks. I think he missed. And then uh, got a couple in uh, new cases to talk about two there. And then in my hive, we will be wel- welcoming on again our boy. Chris, won't you take me down to Bunky Town, representing Eisenhower Knights, playoff game Saturday. We're going to pack the house. At least I'm trying trying to, to make that happen. Uh, give the Knights some support. And then we will get into week 10, three-bagger. And that'll wrap up the show. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. Welcome to the Beehive Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Joe and Sketty. This is brought to you by Bushlight Attention Hunters. Your favorite camo cans are back. Get it wherever you purchase your adult beverages. Please drink responsibly. And Napoli's Pizza, that's right. When there is football season on TBSP, there's Napoli's weekly specials. Pick up a delivery available located in North Warren. And Hillview Signs and Graphics, Hillview Towing, 814-730-0348. Get into a comment right away. Andy, Sketty has a door. See, I wasn't the only one who noticed. I would have had a door last week if I didn't have to write for the show. Good-looking door. There's a good-looking door. They're all done now. I think it's helped with the acoustics a little bit in that room, too. No, it might be more echoey now. Sounds echoey to me. I don't know. It's a little echoey, but you got to like no, hang. Have you hung anything on the walls yet? What's that pile of shit behind no, you? There's, no, just pile of shit. Oh, okay. her, her office, her office stuff. Yeah, no, there's nothing on the walls. It's uh, yeah, no carpet, nothing echoey. That's what we got for now. You need to get it together. Yeah. All right. So Myrtle Jeez. Beach. Well, first of all, before we get to Myrtle Beach, last week's show. I want to thank Andy for coming on. Sketty, you did do a good job. I'm glad that you did notice that it is difficult to navigate conversation and banners and music. And, you know, like we do all of that. People probably don't realize it. They, you know, like 
live show listeners probably maybe notice that like they they understand that that's what's going on but like yeah i'm clicking through banners in this uh tab that says brand that's where all the music's at and the commercials and such and yeah so you're like going through all that then you see some comments you're clicking up there there's a lot going on so that was a nice yeah. text you sent me when you said kudos to you because that is uh it's luck, a lot harder luck. than it looks but once you get used to it like i feel like i'm pretty used to it but i still fuck up like i still yeah. will leave like a banner up during a commercial or or whatever something you know yeah. well luckily we didn't have any comments because that would have really thrown me for a loop <laughs> yeah i don't know what was up with that like no, I'm, I, I, don't I don't know why no, People that's not. Like that's one hundred percent not it. I just I don't, I don't understand why. Like, because you had the ad up, like people knew. I mean, but the like audio downloads are through the roof for that episode. Unless Andy's just listening to himself on repeat. I don't. <laughs> that could be. That yeah, he just listens be. to it every day. Every day he drives to work, driving home, listen to it again. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, no audio downloads are great for that episode. So, I yeah, maybe they just yeah, didn't want to see. Yeah, well, they that's just, don't blame like, them. Well, you do have a face for radio. They That's say. correct. That's All right. Correct. So as I said, I'm back. Everybody obviously is aware of that by now. Uh, Myrtle Beach went for a week. It was an absolute blast. The courses down there, they call Myrtle Beach the golf capital of the world. I was unaware of that. Uh, golfed at four courses out of the however many is down there. We golfed at Wild Wing, which I sent you pictures from that day one because that was mm -hmm. where I saw the gator, the gigantic the mat big gator too it was no like little shit gator it was the real deal gator all gators are too big well <laughs> there's some that i think are smaller right like there's yeah, I've there seen, are, yeah. seen ones like when i went to hilton Head, i saw some that were smaller than that one that was a massive fucking gator but we got relatively close to it not too close you know i'm like i'll be a little daring but i'm not gonna like I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna get in his his personal space, which I believe to be a radius of like 50 feet. Yeah, yeah. I think that's too close for me. That's fair though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So got a got a good picture of that. I don't even know if I put that on the podcast page. I think I just put it on my personal page. But um, yeah, the Gator was cool. Wild Wing was pretty nice. Day one, Wild Wing. The thing that I learned because uh, this is my first time hitting off Bermuda grass. So their rough okay. isn't isn't like rough, if that makes any sense. Okay. Like it's the that spongy Bermuda yep. grass that's like it, but it's different. Like hitting off of that is completely different than even like than any like golf swing I've ever taken because I'd never hit off of it before. I assumed I want to, you know, the ball seems like it's sitting pretty low. You would hit it like you normally would. Uh, but that wasn't the case. It turns out this stuff is so spongy that it still actually fluffs the ball a little bit. Like I would argue hitting out of the rough down there is easier than it is up here. Potentially. It's probably nicer. It, it's <laughs> it's, it, it's like kind of lofted, honestly. Like, yeah. but what yeah. you have to, you have to know that, which I didn't in the first round. And I just took divots all over the place and, it was a lot of fat shots and, but like, once I figured that out, like I started just crushing irons from the rough. Like it was not that hard. I mean, you just take a little, <laughs> raise your swing about this far <laughs> off the ground 
and you're just striking ball basically. So you can really hit some good shots out of the rough, but uh, day two was grand dunes. That was the hardest course. I think of the four, some of the guys I golfed with disagreed. Uh, the putting was insane. Like it was the fat, probably the fastest greens I've ever played. Uh, chipping was really difficult because you really had to land it short, short of the pin and let it, you know, work its way there. Cause it was, they were really, really fast. So that was a tough course. Uh, world tour was my favorite of the four world tour, which hold on. I'm going to pull this up because I wanted to explain it to you a little bit better. Um, let me see. It's right here. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So this is it. So I got to enlarge this so I can see. So the, the purpose of this course is it's, it's actually 27 holes. There's, uh, the open nine, the championship nine, and the international nine. We played the open and the championship. We did not play the international nine. But every hole is designed to mimic a hole from a famous course or a famous hole from a course, whatever you know you want to call it. So, like for example, uh hole one and nine on the open nine were St. Andrews 1 and 18. Shared fairway. They had the stone bridge. Uh, just, you know, that was the only uh, hole that you could not, those two holes, you couldn't take your cart out into the fairway because there's people, you know, hitting, right. coming both, both ways. But, um, so that was really cool. And then, uh, let me see here. I think it was on the back. What's the nickname for Augusta 11, 12, and 13? Amen Corner. Amen Corner. They had that. So Amen Corner was there. That was holes four, five, and six on uh, the championship nine. And let me think of the other one. There was some cool uh, island greens. There was, which one was that? TPC at Sawgrass. Does that sound right? 17. Yep. Yeah. Island green. That one was really cool. Um, they had a par three that we did. Let me see if I can figure out which one that is. It's like a postage stamp par three, maybe Royal, Royal Troon. Does that make sense? Okay. Yep. Yep. Where, where like the walking path is, is, uh, mowed into high grass in front of it. Does yep. that sound right? Yep. Okay. So I had, I learned a lot because I don't really watch a ton of golf to know like, amen corner and that kind of stuff kyle of course was like on it you know like he picked out picked up on everything he saw and it was yeah it was really cool but some of the other courses there was holes from was uh oakmont number 14 um augusta number 16 colonial number 12 english turn number 15 pinehurst number two or no i'm sorry pinehurst number 16 yeah pinehurst number 16 I took a picture of the scorecard because that was the only way I knew I'd be able to remember <laughs> all of that stuff. But uh, yeah, so it was it was really neat. Um, and that was a place that like I felt made it worth it. And and in telling some people about it, they were like, wow, like that sounds like a really cool course to play. Uh, and then the last course we played was called Pine Lakes, which was nicknamed the Granddaddy. Everybody kept calling it that. I had no idea why. So when I went into the pro shop, I was talking to the guy and I asked him because they had like hoodies that said like just granddaddy on it. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, so yep. Pine Lakes was the very first golf course in Myrtle Beach. Oh, nice. And it, 
It's the home of the Myrtle Beach Golf Hall of Fame, which has inductees uh, like Hootie and the Blowfish and uh, Dustin Johnson. Because he go he golfed at Coastal, which I didn't know that Coastal Carolina. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, and Coastal Carolina is in Myrtle Beach. Kind of uh, going off topic for a minute. We we're pissed because Thursday night uh, we went out to watch the World Series and Thursday night football. And on a TV right next to that, Coastal Carolina had a home game against Appalachian State, which we were like, shit, we would have totally got tickets to that and went had we known. So it's something I should have paid attention to because um, that would have been cool to see that field and everything. Right. But, uh, yeah, so Coast, so Dustin Johnson's in the Golf Hall of Fame there. Hootie and the Blowfish is in it. Probably people are like, why? Uh, the reason they're in it is because Monday after the Masters – big fundraiser they call it the ma'am okay okay and they're like a big part of that and it's a huge golf fundraiser for myrtle beach so they uh inducted them into the hall of fame also fun fact about pine lakes sports illustrated was actually founded at a meeting that took place at pine lakes so like 1954 or something but yeah you should have sports history pine lakes I should, yeah, there's a lot there. There really is. I mean, it's been around a long time. So, uh, but yeah, it was cool. Uh, played golf. Well, didn't play golf with, but uh, the hospitality room, dinner, and everything. A bunch of guys from NYPD who were really cool. Uh, met some Canadian Mounties. That was pretty neat. Uh, Federal Reserve PD, which I asked them if they could maybe like get them to stop printing money. <laughs> they said no but yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was worth a shot you know just maybe cut yeah. down that inflation a tad if we just quit printing and giving away but yeah it didn't work uh but yeah it was just cool a lot of different pds from across the country uh people from colorado i mean they're from all over the place massachusetts so it was fun but good to be back uh sadly when i was gone asher had a double ear infection and hand foot and mouth Oh, so geez, good times. One, one may say I left at a good time, but I would say I left at a bad time because I felt bad because <laughs> Devin was getting worked over by him, you know. So yep. it was, yeah. Uh, so I, I got home actually a day early, changed the flight around, and got home a day early so that I could help with that. But nice. uh, All right, so real quick, we got to get into this. Obviously, Astros full season World Series champs. Darren, if you're unaware of what that means, it means they played an entire 162-game schedule plus playoffs, not just a 60-game season and playoffs like the Dodgers. So this is what a full-season championship looks like. Dusty, is that like the only reason some people are happy the Astros won? If they're looking for a silver lining? I think it's I, Dusty. I would assume so. Yeah, that's, yeah, what I I, so. that's pretty much what I saw because it was a – the world against Houston, which I kind of embraced. I liked that a little bit. Uh, I wore some Astros gear down there. Nobody really said anything to me. But, um, yeah, I think Dusty, you know, he was the winningest coach without a ring. Uh, and yep. that that ty- that yep. is no more. So, it's good. He And he just resigned today. So, he's coming back another year. Dusty wants more, he said. One's not good enough. Team, why not? Yeah, I don't see why not. I, I don't think that they really aren't losing too many people. So, and they're working to get Verlander back, so, which is big. But uh, no hitter in game four was kind of, I think, the momentum shifter. Would you agree yep. with that also? Yeah, it would appear so because I mean, no slack in three. 
yeah. getting no hit in the World Series is brutal. Yep. That sucks. <laughs> like, that's a, yeah. Uh, I just can't think of much more than that that would, you know, take the wind out of your sails as yeah, much as that really would. So, go Astros. Baseball's over. That's kind of shitty, but, uh, you know, football, more football. They're playing on yeah. Tuesdays now. Perfect. All right, local shout-outs. Eisenhower football, obviously, uh, we aren't going to get too much into that because coming up in my hive is Chris Bunk, so that's when we're going to talk about the game coming up this weekend. The neutral site chosen was Warren, which is awesome. So uh, Warren versus Cam- – or I'm sorry, Eisenhower versus Cambridge Springs at War Memorial Field. They did play once this season. Eisenhower won 27-14. That was a, a September 2nd or something, early September game. I think it was like week two on their schedule or yep. something like that. So, But we'll get into that more in my hive when Chris comes on. Uh, PIAA cross-country championships, Cheyenne Rulander, Morgan Alexander, and Sam Lindell. They uh, headed down to States. Uh, girl runners, there was 244 total. Cheyenne finished 50th out of that group, which is pretty badass. Uh, Morgan finished 123rd. So she's still, you know, had a, had over a hundred people cruising behind her, which is pretty solid. Also uh, boy runners. There was two, four, 247. Sam Lindell finished 65th. Uh, I believe his 18 minute time is 18 and some change, which is not his best that he ran this year. If I remember correctly, cause we were kind of watching him cause he like smoked some fools, I don't know, like a month ago or something like that. So I don't think it was his best time, but he's still 65th in the States. Pretty solid out of a crew of 247. Uh, Warren volleyball lost their D 10, uh, triple a title match against Connie and four sets. Good news is they only have two seniors that are moving on from, uh, you know, from that squad. So they're, they're returning a lot of experience, uh, coming back, you know, in the next year. So I think that's looking good for Warren Volleyball. Warren Girls Soccer hosted Plum in a playoff game yesterday. Eight nothing loss. They have six seniors moving on. I actually read that article. Uh, Coach Bickling said that uh, this group of girls is actually the group who he came up with coaching, probably like mm-hmm. Kinzu, you know, travel, soccer, whatever. Uh, so that's, you know, a bummer for him. That was his uh, his crew coming through. So hopefully – you know, he gets some new talent and can work with that. Uh, last thing I have, Derek Hahn of Warren swimming. Did you see this? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Swimming at West Virginia University Tech. WVU Tech is the AAC, which is like a- Appalachian Athletic Conference, I think. Uh, Swimmer of the Week posted two individual first place finishes and one second place finish in a meet against Shawnee State. Won the 200 fly, the 100 fly, took second in the 100 back and helped the 400 medley relay team to a third place showing. So this is the first weekly honor of the season for him. So that's pretty cool. He's a freshman. Uh, so that's, I'd say, a solid start, right? Yeah, yeah Trending absolutely. in the right direction. All right, what do you, uh, do you have anything you need to add? You got nothing. Nope. You're feeling good this week because I had to do all the shit, right? Absolutely. Sit back and relax. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buzzing, buzz, kill. What's got you buzzing this week? Uh, just got a bunch of stuff done around the house. Feels good to kind of have most of the big projects done, and now I can kind of hopefully 
not completely relax, but relax a little bit. Don't need to be working from the time I get up till the time I go to bed to get things livable. That's not, that's not bad. Yeah. Time to relax is good. You got the yep. weekend coming up. We got, we got plans Saturday. Yep. Yep. That's going to be first weekend's going to be busy. So next week will be the real, uh, I'm going to do nothing. <laughs> I do a whole lot of nothing. Um, my buzz, I already talked about it. Astros winning the World <coughs> Series. It's, uh, you know, six straight ALCSs since 2017 and two World Series trips, which they lost to Washington and Atlanta. So it's nice to, to, for them to not start some sort of Buffalo Bills streak that would have just probably started eating at me mentally a little bit. Yep. So happy to see that. Uh, what's killing your buzz? Uh, well, I just remembered I got to take out the temporary vanity that I've got upstairs. Got to do that tonight after the show. So that'll be a whole ton of fun. Uh, new vanity's coming tomorrow, so that's got to be done. Totally forgot about it. Was going to do it before the show. So happy we brought it up. Not something I'm going to want to deal with at uh, 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> so you're doing that tonight then? Yeah, got to be done because I don't know what time they're coming tomorrow. And I need her to help me carry it down. So, yeah, it'll be good. Uh, my buzz kill for the week is Josh Allen's elbow. However, we got good news today. He's day-to-day, and it's a sprain. There's no uh, bad damage to the nerves or anything like that. So for that, uh, I just want to thank little eight-pound, six-ounce newborn infant Jesus. Don't even know a word yet for helping Josh through that because – uh, if Tommy John were like what was happening, I would have I would have quit the show. I wouldn't even want to talk about football <laughs> for probably till he's healthy. My well, my happiness revolves around him right now. So he, we're speaking of him. Here's where we're gonna get. To. Oh, hold on, because we're starting right up with it. Okay. Okay. Starting right into it. Reality over reaction. The Bills suck. Well, they suck as an overreaction, but they're not the world beaters we thought they were. <laughs> I mean, this Bills team you know, at the gate, I thought, hey, man, this is it. They're, all the hype is for real. And then kind of seems like even after just the Titans game, I believe, they've just kind of looked not bad, but they, they haven't beat the looked like Pittsburgh. Well, well, yeah, I mean, it's Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. Still. It's a yeah, Titans game. Yeah, well, okay. So yeah, but I mean it still only scored thirty eight points on when they put up on the Titans, like a billion. Forty one. Yeah, yeah, see. Three points. I don't know. Titans are second seed in the NFC or the AFC. The Steelers are like two and I don't even know. Six. Titans were 0 2 at that point. Yeah, well, yeah, then they turned it around. Like I told you they were going to. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. We're still doubting the Titans? Major doubt on the Titans. The, but yeah, that, no, the Bills division's trash. How are they not going to win that division? Oh, they'll win the division. I'm not saying they're going to win the division. It's not good. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah, I'm not saying they're going to go in and clean uh, well, house in got, the AFC playoffs, but yeah, they're we, gonna well, we'll, We're going to cover that a little bit later, but yeah, they're, they're only competition in the division. Is just an absolute shit wreck right now. But um, Correct. yeah, no, I just don't think the I don't think the Bills suck. I still think they're good. They're still a top three team, but I don't think they are the clear cut Super Bowl favorites anymore. Like people are making I, uh, them out to be. I 
put this on here because I said those three words probably 50 to 75 times on Sunday. I mean, the, the only thing you should feel that about is that vaunted run. Number one run defense in the NFL. Number one run defense. Getting gassed. Two weeks in a row. Got, get two weeks in a row, they've been exposed a little bit. Yeah. Um, which, I think to me, the weird thing with the Bills is the offense just hasn't looked as dynamic as it did those first, you know, three, four weeks. No, something's not right. Yeah, it's, it's you know, defensively, they are what they've always been, I think. Uh, offensively, it seems to be the issue in my eyes. All right. Reality or overreaction? It's time to bench Aaron Rodgers. <sighs> Man. Um... I think that's an overreaction simply because you just paid the man a fucking boatload of money. Like, you can't bench him now. You should have just not resign him and said, hey, thanks for coming out and winning two MVPs. Uh, shit situation they're in. But yeah, I don't think you can bench him. Um, that's a little bit of an overreaction. I agree. Uh, I mean, if you're really looking like you're just like, hey, let's just get Jordan Love some experience. Yeah. If, that's your, if that's your motive, then at least I understand that. But to just do it to say because he's not playing well. I mean, yeah, he, did a, he did have a really bad game against the Lions. Yep, he like, did. It was a bad game, but that's probably the first like really bad game he's had in like three years. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, it's really it's one of those things where if it's like gets to the point where you're eliminated from playoff contention and then you want to see what Jordan Love has, I get it, right. but. Jordan Love is. It's not time to switch to Jordan Love and see what your season is going to be like. That's right. Unless you're just admitting right now you're not going to make the playoffs and you're punting the season away, then yeah, okay, do it. But I just think that's a mistake. This is a good one. Geno Smith deserves a long long term extension. I'm going to say this is an overreaction as well. Uh, you know, it depends on what your definition of long term is. I mean, I think I would definitely try and bring him back for a year, maybe two years, but I don't think I'd be inking Gino to like a five year deal or anything right now. I, you know, I still, you know, they've, yes, the Seahawks are winning games, but who have they beat? Like, who, who is their best win? Like, I, I couldn't tell I mean, you. The, four, the 49ers absolutely fucking drubbed them and wasn't even close. And the only touchdown, I think, came on a blocked field goal. I mean, they got absolutely demolished by the Niners. Let's take uh, a peek. I mean, you just pulled out a win against the Cards. You beat the Giants two weeks ago, who the Giants are kind of one of those, you know, I don't want to say pretender teams, but they're just, they were fine in ways. They weren't like world beaters. Um, I, I don't see a signature win for this team. I think they're, they're, I don't think they're a bad team either, but they're just not, uh, I don't think we're like inking into a seven year deal. I'd bring them back for two, three year deal, maybe. They but. lost to some pretty bad teams. I mean, they've won four that's straight. Saying. So that's what probably yep. people are getting a boner about, I Correct. guess. They got hot. Yep. Uh, but they've lost they beat, to some bad teams. They lost to the they Saints. Beat the Broncos. They lost, yeah, yeah. They beat lost, the Broncos. lost to the Falcons. Got beat by 20 by San Fran. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I want to see yeah, what, I, I want to see Ooh. what his, like, what's his numbers? I mean, he's like, been really so. good. He's been really good. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens against 15 Tampa Bay. These week. four picks. I guess that's, that's not too bad. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens against Tampa this week. See if, uh, you know, if, a, if Tampa recovers or B, if you could actually hang in there against, you know, which I don't think Tampa's great, but, you know, can you stare down Tom Brady and go beat him right now? Which they should be able to beat this team. 
you know, if you lose this Bucks, this is a bad loss because they, they look better than the Bucks do right now. Reality or overreaction? The Dolphins will win the AFC East. I mean, it depends on how Josh Allen's elbow is. Uh, yeah. I think that, that defense is kind of suspect, but um, and I don't know that the Dolphins are going to win the AFC East. I do know that they are going to make the playoffs, and they could spell some big trouble in the AFC because they could put up points in a hurry. You know, defense gets hot for a game. The other quarterback plays bad. You know, you're you're going to have a little just, struggle with like, this team. They're like. Uh... Not as good, but similarly structured Chiefs from a few years ago where their defense will allow 35 points, but they'll score 38. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it just depends. If that defense gets hot, though, and you never know with the acquisition of Bradley Chubb, you know, maybe things just kind of gel for them. Um, they did not last. We'll see what happens. Yeah, early. And, you know, a lot of that was Justin Fields just somehow doing what he does from time to time and getting out of just – Getting people all like, up is what he's doing. Now yeah, everybody, well, he had that game and everybody's back on the holy shit. Yeah, this kid, he's, he's going to be fucking, he, had more, he had more yards rushing than he did passing. Fucking Colin Kaepernick 2.0. He's going to start taking a knee next season yeah. or some shit. Like, I just, I don't see it. I don't think he's this guy, but whatever. Reality or overreaction? The Vikings are the Eagles' biggest competition. Complete overreaction. As long as... Unless San Francisco gets like 10 more guys on stretchers, the Niners are the biggest competition in the NFC. Uh, I think this Vikings team is, well, I do. You know, I've been on the Vikings. I like them. I think they're a good team, but I just don't think they're on the same level as as the Eagles or the Niners, honestly. Reality or overreaction? The Raiders need an overhaul. I don't know why we're even asking this. This is just, that's facts. That's, that's facts. Like, <laughs> they complete and total overhaul. Yeah, from like front office down. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, all the way down. Yeah, to the shit, to the long snapper, get him yep. the fuck out of there too. Yeah, yeah, cut them all. They, it's weird. Uh, the leads they've blown this year. Have you, did you see that number come up where it's like <clears throat> I have not three games they've led, uh, either at halftime or sometime in the third quarter by like fourteen or more. And every one of those games they've lost. Yep. I, I mean, I feel bad. There's talent on this team, but man, they just they just cannot. Tons oh, of talent. And in fairness to them, you know, if you get an actual coach, uh, you know, we'll see see what happens. But you can't throw McDaniel out in there with this talent. And think that that's what's going to happen. Andy says, "Is anyone on the Niners level in Sketty's eyes?" No. no, they're kind of no, they're kind of in a tier all by themselves. There's there's a couple Reality. better teams, a couple better teams, and a bunch of worse teams. <laughs> all right, uh, reality overreaction. Joe Mixon is a top five running back. I think this is an overreaction. Uh, he's he's close, um, but I don't think he's a top five. I think I'm still taking uh, McCaffrey, Barkley, Henry, Cook. Probably Kamara on a better team. Like I, he, I just think like he, took, I, 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 he uh, cost me a fantasy win this week. I can tell you that. Yeah, well, he cost me two of them. I, I faced him in both leagues that I have. I was playing yeah. guys that owned. Oh, yeah, he did tell me that. That's right. yeah. So gr- great times. I was really pumped about that. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean Joe Mixon's been really solid. He's just not. I just don't think he's that level of top five. Like I, I, that's a stretch to me. All top right, ten so for sure. This one, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. It's like a two part question. Okay, and I just want you to give me 
yeses or noes because I feel like this is going to come into play on Skeddy on, and I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to blow okay. Skeddy on because uh, I had this up before. So two part question: reality or overreaction? But we'll just say yes or no. The Colts okay. made the Colts made the right moves. One firing Frank. Um. I'm going to say, yeah, it's a tough one. I'd say the verdict's out on that. I'm not, I'm really not sure if you, if you had to make me give you an answer, I'd probably say yes, but I think it's closer than what people think. Okay. Part two, the Colts made the right move hiring Jeff Saturday. No. (laughs) And I'd like Jeff Saturday. I just, I'd like, no. He's never, never called a play in his career. I we'll get into it in Sketty on, but just copy. No. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was just I didn't want to dive too much because when you yeah, told nope, me nope, I got what Sketty on was going to be, I was like, okay, so I need to we need to dial back that one. Um, that way, you know, we don't ruin it. So, yep, that's it. Do you have anything else for the buzz that you need to get off your chest? I don't think so. I think we covered all the big NFL stuff. There's no, I mean. We didn't really talk about Brady and the Rams. I'm surprised we didn't have nothing about that. I thought there is Tom back. <laughs> two, I thought that would be a question. Two shitbag teams. What the hell would, would we talk about? Well, I don't know. Everybody else is screaming that Brady's back this week now after he barely <laughs> he, beat the Rams. He let, he let a game-winning drive. He couldn't get in the end zone the entire game. And then he, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, in uh, his defense, there were quite a few drops that game because I had Mike Evans on my fantasy team and, he had at least six himself. They was, there was a stat where they said, oh, the Bucks have six drops tonight. And I said, that's not, that's not accurate because Mike Evans has about eight right now. <laughs> so there's no way that that's an actual number. Um, but, yeah, just, yeah, two garbage, two garbage teams. That's why I was um, like, there's nothing to talk about. Yeah, bums. you got it. I just thought you would throw it out there. But, yeah, okay, we're in agreement. Two garbage teams. It yeah. doesn't matter. We'll talk about them another time if they become yeah. less trashy. I like that. <laughs> All right. The buzz is brought to you by Bush Light. Attention Hunters, your favorite camo cans are back. Get it wherever you purchase your adult beverages. Please drink responsibly. And Napoli's Pizza. That's right. When there is football season on TBSP, there is Napoli's weekly specials. Pickup or delivery available located in North Horn. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with this weekend sports history. Whenever you crack open a Bush Light, the mountain starts singing. It's cold and it's smooth and it's waiting for you. What is going on? Hit it, giant Kenny G. It's so smooth. It's full of mountains of bush like here. Hungry? Watching the game? Order some Napoli's pizza. Order the best pizza in the Times Observer. Reader's Choice every year. Homemade, hand-tossed, delicious hot pizza, stromboli, salads, subs, and so much more. Located in North Warren, come on in or call 814-723-7455 and ask about our specials. Pickup or delivery available 7 days a week, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Again, that's 814-723-7455. Hi, this is Brian Hagberg, and I wanted to take a moment to tell you about our new website, yourdailylocal.com. Your Daily Local is your new home for news, sports, and events in Warren County and beyond. 
Our goal is to cover the people, places, events, and happenings that matter to you in a variety of ways, including writing, video, and audio. And the best part? All of our content is available for free. Head to yourdailylocal.com to get the news you need when you need it. Let's take a look back at this week in sports history. Week in sports history is brought to you by Your Daily Local. Visit yourdailylocal.com for the news you need when you need it. This Friday, Veterans Day. Yep. Did you know that? I did know that. Ah, you're full of shit. Now you know that. Now you know that. (laughs) Banks not open. I got I got to do all my bank work tomorrow because it's Veterans Day. All right. Veterans Day is probably one of my most despised holidays ever. Not because it's a bad cause, but because the amount of people who ask for free shit on Veterans Day is just absolutely insane. You don't give them free shit? No, I do not give free shit. I give everybody gets the Veterans Discount. Everyone gets it. What's that? Like $4 chocolate milk? Or do you take it down to $3.50 on Veterans Day? Uh, Upcharge. 375 you know, it gives a day yeah. to remember all the, uh, well, not remember because it's not Memorial Day. People confuse yeah. those. I almost just did, right. but I did not because I caught myself. Saved it. You gives saved you a it. chance to say thanks to a veteran. Uh, it's, you know, good. It's good. So what I did, because I've been trying to pair sports history with something relevant to the time of the current show, is I looked up... Uh, you know, pretty well-known athletes who were also servicemen. So what I came up with, I'm going to list off five of them. The number one, or not in no particular order, by the way, but uh, the first one on the list is David Robinson, the Admiral. Everybody knows the Admiral uh, from the Spurs, 90s, great player, gold medalist. Uh, The Admiral was drafted in 1987 to the Spurs with the first overall pick. And the Spurs did that knowing that he had to, they had to wait for him to serve two tours with the Navy. So it's pretty, uh, you know, it's a solid move that to, to, to speak to his level of play, they waited, they drafted him knowing they weren't going to have him for an immediate impact, but clearly he made an impact. The dude was a stud. Second, Jackie Robinson accepted into Officer yep. Candidate School and was with the first tank unit or the first tank unit to see World War II combat. However, Jackie Robinson never got to combat uh, because of a dispute he had with fellow servicemen that actually got him. Uh, I don't know if he was booted out, but I think it was kind of like, what's it called, like Article Fifteen or whatever. 
I don't I don't know if it was a dishonorable discharge, but he got released from military service without ever having saw combat. But still cool that he was, you know, he, he got himself into that scenario to begin with. It says a lot about him. Number three, Bob Feller. After his third straight 20-win season and the attack on Pearl Harbor, Feller enlisted in the Navy uh, after the, you know, the attacks. So he was a dominant pitcher and said, which you can go back and look at like a lot of baseball players at that time who were either drafted or enlisted voluntarily left playing a professional sport. Uh, That is probably why they call those guys the greatest generation. Right. Yeah. I mean, because if the, if this shit were to happen today, how many pro athletes do you think we'd see like leaving their millions and cushy lifestyle to go fight a war? Not, not many. Probably, probably single digits. Yes. I would say single digits. Uh, Number four, Rocky Blyer. Following his 1968 rookie season with the Steelers, he was drafted into the United States Army and volunteered for duty during Vietnam. Wounded in an ambush and hit by a grenade, Blyer received a Purple Heart and a Bronze Star, and after being told he would never play football again, Blyer eventually made his way back to the Steelers and became Franco's backup and finished his career on uh, finished his career fourth on the Steelers' all-time rushing list. So that's pretty badass, too. I didn't know that about that, dude. Yeah. And number five, probably one of the most famous uh, of our age group, Pat Tillman. Uh, There was no greater display of altruism than Pat Tillman's decision following the September 11th, 2001 terrorist attacks. After serving several tours in combat as an army ranger, the linebacker turned safety died in the mountains of Afghanistan. It was later confirmed that friendly fire was the cause of death. A once promising career with the Arizona Cardinals was heroically thrown aside so he could defend his country. So that's, I think everybody in our age group, for the most part, knows, like, yeah. we all know about Pat Tillman. They still talk about him a lot, as, as far as I know. So that's it, though. That's uh, the five, you know, I'm sure there's several more, but uh, those were the five I chose off of a long list of people who, uh, you know, I could go for, so. That's it. This Week in Sports History brought to you by Your Daily Local. Visit yourdailylocal.com for the news you need when you need it. We're going to take a quick break and be right back with Sketty On. Hey there, everyone. This is Phil with JP Photography. I know, I know. A photography ad on a sports show? I get it. You're here for sports talk and listening to Joe and Sketty's insane rambling. Wait, what? But bear with me for a few. I just want to tell you that JP Photography not only offers wedding photography, It also does events, engagements, headshots, family photos, and even some product photography. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for JP Photography or go directly to our website at johnphilphotography.com. That's J-O-N-P-H-I-L photography.com. He's absolute trash. Sketty on. Let's have a listen to what Sketty is on this week. Zero percent chance that works. This week's Sketty on is brought to you by Complete Roofing Systems, the best the business has to offer, matched with the best prices. For your free estimate, 
Find them at crsroofingteam.com or call them at 716-640-4609. Oh, banner and music. Sorry. Banner and music. Yeah. Snoozing, snoozing over here. <laughs> Where are we at? Where are we at? There we go. All right. You ready? Ready. So, as we touched on earlier this week, Jim Irsay decides to fire Frank Reich and hire Jeff Saturday straight off the street for some reason. And I thought it was only fair after I bitched about uh, what the heck was the name of the Carolina coach, Matt Rule. After he got hosed, having no talent on his team and getting fired, I'm going to say the same for Frank Reich. Uh, You gave the guy Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan, I don't even know who the two quarterbacks were the year before. Oh, Carson Wentz. I mean, you've given the guy nothing to work with and expect him to win games. Yeah, you probably had to make a move. I get it. But there's no talent. And Ursay has the balls to say in his press conference, I don't know how to make sausage, but I know how to build a winning football team. The fuck you do, pal? You got (laughs) Peyton Manning and you have Andrew Luck. And that's why you're in the top four winningest teams in the last 22 years. Because you got gifted amazing quarterback play. And you still only have one fucking Super Bowl to show for it. I mean, it's fucking embarrassing. And then, to make things worse, now I like Jeff Saturday. I really do. I think he's a good job as an announcer. I think given some time to figure this head coaching thing out, he could do it. But you hire a guy off the street to coach your team in the middle of the fucking season. Like, I get that things were bad there and there's no uh, talent on that coaching tree. But what is this guy supposed to do? You are basically punning this whole season away, which was maybe a pun anyway from, from their start. But right. it's just a fucking clown move by, I mean, I know Ursay had some drug problems, alcohol problems before. Maybe he's back on the fucking sauce because none of these moves made a damn bit of sense to me. Going to agree with you this week. Yeah, I I don't know uh, how you Actually, yeah, my yeah. first question was, didn't he, have, isn't he like an alcoholic? Yeah, I think he's on something real bad. Didn't he have like a DUI or like, something? He like, has like the... The red yeah. skin tone, the red eyes all the time. Like he has uh, the, what do you, you yeah. even want to call it? The, I know he was in trouble there for a little bit. Like, alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I didn't know about the drugs, but I mean, if he's talking about sausages and that. winning football teams and and the Colts all in the same sentence, he's got to be on something. I, I could be wrong, but I think that he was like, uh, I think there was like pills on board or something too. Like got a DUI. High on pills, high oh, yeah, on they get a DUI. You're drunk on boost. Yeah, yeah. Like that was the the big the big deal. Okay. Um, but I could be wrong about the the pills, but I thought that there were pills involved. Either way, I assume he's on some sort of pills from that just wild ass moves and reasoning he gave us. Like it just makes no sense. Yeah, Jeff Saturday deal really confused me. Uh, I was very yeah. anxious to listen, and I haven't. I forgot to. I wanted to listen to Pat McAfee's take on this because he loves the Colts organization and he's not afraid to say what's on his mind. So I, I actually listened to that earlier, which is kind of the inspiration say? for this. Uh, he said that the Ursa like uh, his press conference, like, so the dude's kind of like an artsy guy, I don't know, a songwriter or some shit. I have no idea. Something ridiculous Pat was saying. Ursa. Oh, like, yes. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I have no idea. That's what that like here. He's buddies with songwriters. He said something about it. I don't know. Either way. He said, and I kind of agree with him. Ursay's press conference is getting taken a lot of heat right now, but it really wasn't like that terrible. Like his meaning behind what he was saying wasn't the worst, but I just don't understand the the Jeff Saturday hire. Like, did 
Like apparently they've wanted to hire this dude for a couple of years. Like they've tried to get him to be their offensive line coach and it just didn't work out for whatever reason. Um, and I don't understand Jeff Saturday. If he wants to be a head coach in the NFL, why are you taking this? Like the team is a freaking train wreck right now. What, You're what stepping into he, the middle of the season. Like, I don't get it. What was he doing before? He was an analyst on, I don't know what station, but he was on TV someplace. He was TV. So he, just went, he just went from zero coaching experience. Nothing. As far as I understand, yes. And just, you're the head coach of the Colts now. As far as I, oh. as far as I know, yeah. Well, that's interesting. It makes no sense. Yeah, makes no sense to me. All right. Is that all you got? That's all I got. This week's Sketty On is brought to you by Complete Roofing Systems. The best the business has to offer, match with the best prices. For your free estimate, find them at crsroofingteam.com or call them at 716-640-4609. Going to take a break. We'll be back with the things that sting. Jones Pest Control, your hometown pest control company, servicing residential and commercial properties in Warren and surrounding areas since 2015. Sean and his crew will work tirelessly to keep your home or business free of insects to rodents and everything in between. Contact Jones Pest Control at 814-230-9548 and set up an appointment today. And remember, ants, spiders, bees, or mice, don't think twice. Call Jones Pest Control, 814-230-9548. Checkout means sales and services with two locations on Warren's east side. Their garage at 800 Lexington Avenue not only services cars sold by means, but has knowledgeable staff and modern state-of-the-art equipment waiting to serve their hometown of Warren. Whatever you need, including alignments, tires, brakes, yearly or enhanced PA inspections, oil changes, and much more. Make your appointment today at 814-723-7191, extension 2. now time for the things that sting the worst stories in sports according to joe this edition of the things that stings powered by jones pest control and spiders bees or mice don't think twice call jones pest control at 814-230-9548 it's 814-230-9548 devin uh like ninja killed a bug in our house yesterday and immediately was like impressed with herself and just like talking to herself in the kitchen. She goes, I wonder if Sean Jones is hiring. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was funny, but I was like, <laughs> I don't know if he is or not. Well, I text him. He is turns out, which we've brought. We've announced that on here for him before. Yeah. Yeah. People <laughs> you need a job. Call up Sean Jones. I say the number on here all the time. Not a hard, not a hard guy to find. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do some tunes again. I was liking when we do tunes and, uh, what did I do though? What was this? Oh, I think it was this one. Kind of dumb. Cause that dance, that acoustic cinematic tune too slow. Yeah. 
So we got some follow-up on a case. Uh, the Brian Robinson shooting, right? We yeah. did that one. We covered it when it happened. I think so, yeah. <clears throat> so two teenagers were arrested this week in the shooting of Washington Commanders running back Brian Robinson. It happened this past summer in Washington, D.C. The teenagers have been charged in the August 28th attack with assault with intent to rob while armed. The D.C. Police Metropolitan Police Department said... Uh, how there's no attempted murder. Bah, don't ask me. One, so one teenager who was 14 at the time and has since turned 15 was arrested Friday. A second teen, a 17-year-old who was 16 during the attack in Northeast D.C. was arrested Wednesday. NBC Washington reported that the suspects tried to take Robinson's Dodge Charger SRT Hellcat, but he scuffled with them, which may have caused them to draw the weapon and shoot at him. The suspects fled the scene in fled the scene in a vehicle without obtaining any property from Robinson. Police said in a statement Friday announcing the second arrest. The names of the two were withheld because they're juveniles. It wasn't clear if they had attorneys. A representative of the public defender's office didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. A 14-year-old and a 16-year-old. Does that surprise you? In a gun-free zone. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously someone that, you know, registered for their gun gave it to those kids, Joe. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously. that had to have been what happened, right? Probably, probably bought it at Walmart. There's no way they obtained them because there's laws strictly prohibiting uh, minors from owning pistols, first of all. And second of all, from carrying them around in D.C. So none of that makes any sense, because if there's laws for it, then it should stop them from doing it. And that's the way and that the way yeah. the world works now. Yeah, absolutely. this is a good one. Listen to this shit. Gorn Goat Gogich Gogit Goich. How do you think you say that name? Not even that time. Gorn 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 Gorn. Go get, go get, go get. I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. Anyways, dude's a former boxer. He's arrested Sunday night at Miami International Airport while trying to board a flight to Switzerland. The charges, according to a press release from the United States DOJ, the Department of Justice, go, go itch. What are we calling him? Go get, go get, go get, go get, faces charges of maritime narco trafficking. Which, simply put, according to the DOJ, he is alleged to have used commercial container ships to transport over $1 billion worth of cocaine from Colombia to Europe via the United States. According to the DOJ, over 20, 20 tons of cocaine were seized between May, 18, May of 2018 and July of 2019. And in February 2019... Uh, 1,437 kilos of cocaine were seized from the MSC Carletta at a port of New York and New Jersey. In June of 2019, 17,000, almost 18,000 kilograms, uh, which is just about 40,000 pounds, was seized from the MSC Gain at the port of Philadelphia. This seizure was one of the largest in United States history. So, Here's how the conspiracy worked, according to the Department of Justice. Members of the conspiracy loaded the commercial cargo ships at night near the coast, coast and ports, working with crew members 
who would hoist loads of cocaine from speedboats that approached the ships at multiple points along their route. To physically load the cocaine aboard, they used the ship's cranes as well as nets. Once the cocaine was on board, the crew members would hide it within specific shipping containers that they knew had sufficient room to conceal the large quantities of cocaine and for which they had duplicate counterfeit seals. They selected the specific containers to be used to conceal the cocaine based in part on the container's location and orientation and route and destination on board the vessel. So this is like a crazy operation. Like, well, I want to know how much, what is, whatever the number is, 20 tons, 20 tons of cocaine. What's that look like? Is it like the gravel pile that's sitting out by the, the <laughs> end up? <laughs> like, like, what's going on there? Like that the guy like that a, mulch from who just has piles of mulch in his yard. It's just yeah, a pile yeah, of cocaine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like how much is, that's got to be an absolute fuck ton. I don't like, know, man, but. I, I would know. think. No, go ahead. Yeah, I was thinking 20 tons is what, 40,000 pounds, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, so like that's a, that, that would seem like it would be rather hard to smuggle that. Like, that's a lot. Well, they had like all these people in on it, though. It wasn't just, you know, it wasn't just this dude and a couple other people. It's all the workers on these cargo ships. Like they, they were all in on it, taking a yeah, cut. A, over a billion dollars worth of drugs. So Wayne A. Jacobs, the special agent in charge of the FBI Washington Field Office's Criminal and Cyber Division, added this regarding the former boxer. Gogic allegedly conspired with drug suppliers, ships, crew members, and port workers to traffic massive quantities of cocaine through the United States to Europe via commercial cargo ships. So that was like the last note given on that. But yeah, this dude's facing like forever jail <laughs> for yeah, sure I assume so. he's like a legit drug kingpin like he's like el chapo yeah, yeah. like no, this is it's, yeah, right? the it's real nice. deal so wow pretty fun we'll watch how that court plays out uh i'm sure yeah apparently so he was a former pro boxer though and uh yeah he's, okay. he blew it blew it uh <laughs> last one i got not much today in the things this thing last one i got bill self suspended four games Kansas basketball coach Bill Self and assistant Curtis Townsend on Wednesday were suspended for the first four games of the season, and the Jayhawks imposed several recruiting restrictions as part of the fallout from the FBI investigation into college basketball corruption stemming from 2017. Kansas chose chose to turn its infractions case over to an independent accountability resolution process. Per the release, the school notified the IARP panel of its self-imposed penalties which also include multiple recruiting sanctions, some of which have already been imposed. Self and Townsend had already been barred from off-campus recruiting visits from April to July of this past year, of this year. And the school also did not host any recruits at late night in the fog, its annual Midnight Madness event. The school also will lose three scholarships over the next three years, cut down its official recruiting visits this year by four, and reduce the number of permissible recruiting days during the upcoming year by 13 days. So the the goal Kansas is trying to reach here is that they do enough that the NCAA doesn't fuck with them. Yep. Uh, the they're they're missing some big games too. Like they're gonna miss the Duke game. These uh, yep. two coaches. So there's yeah. I mean, I get that they're trying to get ahead of it, but the thing is, 
a lot of these violations that they're being dinged with are now legal because it's NIL shit. Yep. So, I mean, wasn't then, is now, I get it, but, uh, so that's the, basically the gist of, of, uh, those suspensions, but no, that's all I have for the things that sting. There really wasn't, uh, you, you forgot the bye week uh, the bye oh, week shit. Video. I did, I did. I didn't, because I usually screenshot I stuff. I so, can't think of what his first name is. McKinney. Who do you play for? The Giants, Andy's dudes. Giants, McKinney. Uh, injured, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll pull this up a right large, now. A large dump. Here we go. Yeah, so bye week boogie. So that's two weeks in a row, right? Are we two for two? Yeah. Uh, I didn't have anything last week, but there was only like the Chargers and the Chiefs on by the week that okay. I was gone. Uh, so Giants, Xavier McKinney, unsure if he'll return this season after a freak accident. Uh, <laughs> oh, where's that? So he spent his bye week in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, and... The defensive signal caller and team captain said the vehicle he was in tilted over during a sightseeing tour. He went to the hospital in Mexico and had surgery upon returning to the United States. So he's got like a fucked up wrist. Uh, There's no timeline on the return. He said his hand will be fine, but uh, yeah, there's a possibility that he doesn't see another play this season. So that has to... I mean that is a freak accident though. Like that's if almost not even, that's almost not even by week if you believe it, yes. You know that he was fucking around on that four wheeler and rolled. Was it a four wheeler? Because it doesn't say that. It says Oh yeah, it's it said ATV in the report I saw. Oh that report just said vehicle, correct? Yeah, it did, yeah. The, the report I saw what was that? What night did I text you? Football was on. Is that the Sunday night game, maybe? Yeah, Either Sunday night or Monday night game. I sent you a text yeah. and said, "said rolls ATV." It doesn't, it doesn't say that in this one. It just says vehicle. We'll have uh, to do some more research, but I think that's bi week boogie. I think he's fucking around. Oh, he's, yeah, in a Can Am vehicle. So he's in a oh, side. Can-Am. He's in a side by yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, he was fucking off for sure. Yeah, yeah. But he's thanking God that it wasn't anything worse. Uh, there wasn't anything reckless going on. It was a freak accident, says Xavier McKinney. Sure, sure, buddy. Whatever, man. All right. The This edition of The Things That Stings, powered by Jones Pest Control, ants, spiders, bees, or mice, don't think twice. Call Jones Pest Control at 814-230-9548. That's 814-230-9548. We're going to take a quick break, get Chris in here, and then we'll uh, get going with the Ike playoff football talk stick around
Blue Line Auto, located at 1606 Pennsylvania Avenue East in Warren, is locally owned and operated and is a family-run business specializing in vehicle sales and service. They offer state and safety inspections and general car repairs, including but not limited to brakes and rotors, tires, oil changes, batteries, starters, and alternators. They also offer vehicle undercoating prior to winter to help keep your vehicle protected. Currently, their hours are Monday through Wednesday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Thursday and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call them today to schedule your next appointment at 814-230-9061. Your safety is their goal. Hi, this is Ryan Klein, the host of the new pop culture podcast, Me, Myself, and Ryan. You can find me on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and several other platforms. Special guests, breakaway shows, bonus episodes, cold beers, and a whole lot more. So what are you guys and gals waiting for? Subscribe now to the Me, Myself, and Rye podcast on Spotify or wherever it is that you get your shows and start listening today. My high, Joe and Sketty's very own world of sports. My hive is presented by Blue Line Auto. For all your automotive needs, call Blue Line Auto at 814-230-9061 or stop in at 1606 Pennsylvania Avenue, Easton Ward. All right, I think we got him. Chris, can you hear us? Yeah. All right, there he is. So, ladies and gentlemen, joining us again for the second time. Is this time number two? Yeah. Eisenhower Knight, Chris Bunk. Crowd goes wild. All right, so, Chris, thanks for jumping on with us. Appreciate you, like always. Friend thanks of the show. Me. What that logo is behind your uh, left shoulder there, but I'm not, not into it. Not like I was gonna it. say the same thing. Got some garbage back there. You got to clean up. <laughs> is that like a man? Is that your bedroom or a man cave? This is my bedroom. Oh, that's pretty slick. But that looks like a man cave. So I, I'm digging it. Uh, There's a lot going on in the walls. Lot, I see some flat. You got a fucking disco ball in there, or what is that flashing around? That's a traffic light. <laughs> okay. Where'd you steal it from? Uh, it was a gift. Hmm. I'll, I'll be uh, giving you a shout when I get to work tomorrow to look into that a little bit further. <laughs> DPW's been looking for you, Chris. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, Chris, thanks for jumping on. Big game Saturday, right? Yeah. How we feeling? We're excited. I'm excited yeah. myself. Played him already once. Took it to him a little bit. What was it like a 13 point win? Yeah. So, uh, feeling any effects of losing Wyatt or are we still cruising? We think everybody's head straight. We're still good. We definitely miss him, but we think everyone's head straight. Cam stepped up a bit. Derek Childs, he stepped up a bit in the wide receiver spot. So we're, our heads are straight. What, uh, kind of crowd are you anticipating at the game this Saturday? 
I'm hoping for a big crowd. Well, I can tell you this, and I don't know if it means anything or not, but that post that I did put up uh, that Sketty and I were like, let's throw one up to try and, you know, just remind people about the game, try and get people there. Uh, so on those posts, because it's a business page, we can check the insights. It's reached over 15,000 people. Holy cow. So I'm not saying that means 15,000 people are going to be there, but what I'm saying is that they, you know, fit, at least 15,000 people have observed that post on Facebook. So it doesn't mean they're all from around here or whatever, but, uh, and it had a bunch of shares too. I mean, I could pull it up. I'm not sure what the number ended up being, but it was like 120 last I looked at it. So hopefully uh, people come out. I know the weather's probably not going to be great, but uh, that's football, right? Yeah. That doesn't deter me at all. There's uh, Rita Rudolph, who's a good friend of the show. She's always listening, commenting and stuff. She said, uh, if it's not raining, I'll be there. I was like, we can bring you an umbrella, Rita. I did several of those. You know, we golf in that shit. So, uh, it's just supposed to be cold. There's supposed to be no rain. It's just supposed to be a little bit cold. No rain, no rain now? I haven't even looked because it doesn't matter. I'm going to no. be there anyway. I knew, knew either, either way we're showing out. So hopefully big crowd i know we have an escort planned you're aware of that i'm sure yeah i saw that on the facebook group today <laughs> so they're getting uh the paddy wagons out to, to escort these boys down to the field uh it's gonna be exciting it's it, how did it end up being at warren or do you have any idea about that uh maybe because we're the one seed i don't know for sure but it has to be like a neutral site so do they just yeah. pick one that's closer to you? I'd assume so. I think Jeff White helped us out a little bit there too. Excellent. Because he's on the Excellent. committee. So uh, scouting-wise, what are we looking at? What type of game do you think we're going to see? Uh, Running by us and passing by them probably. Is that how it went last so time? Our usual game. Yeah. <laughs> our usual game. <laughs> yeah, actually – if I'm like, so I was thinking about it early in the season when we were like doing local shout outs and we started, you know, bringing Eisenhower football into the mix. Sketty, I'm pretty confident that this was one of the games that you were like, their run defense was stupid. Like, you got, they didn't, what, what, you remember what I'm yeah, talking I, about? Yeah, I, I went and watched them play. Uh, who'd you guys play for homecoming? Seneca? Seneca. Yeah. And I had said, I was like, man, they just like, they pack the box and they basically say, all right, if you guys want to just run two go routes, we're not putting any safety help, take your chance. Uh, and that's what Seneca did. They, they, they exposed you a little bit. They exposed you a little, a little bit. bit. And then, bit. You, then you guys figured it out, little halftime adjustments and took it to them. But uh, the first half, that was all their success was running the go routes. And, um, you know, I was just shocked to see you guys playing press coverage up on those guys. I was like, whoa, there's no, not one safety help, not give them a little cushion. That seems like second half, then then you guys backed off a little bit and kind of neutralized that. Yeah, we're looking to stop Cambridge's run early and then stop their pass when they go to that eventually. Yeah, yeah who's no, who's their uh, bright spots on their team? Do you know? They got um, a couple of good receivers. Their quarterback isn't awful. Um, lines, I think our line's bigger than theirs, but yeah, they're they're athletic. So this is a, it's, I mean, were they, was that a non-conference game when you played them or are they in your conference? They're not in our region, no. Not in your region. Yeah. Whatever they call it. They're in the, 
they're in the west region with like Reynolds and Cochranton, Maplewood, Lakeview. Okay. So you played them non-region matchup. Did you guys play Reynolds? No. But that is that I mean not not putting any bad juju out into the world or anything like that, but isn't that the matchup that people are anticipating? Yeah, we're also anticipating that matchup. Well, I like your confidence going against Cambridge Springs, but I also, like I said, I'm hoping that we give you guys a big, huge home field advantage because I, you know, I'm hoping, and I, I have talked to a lot of people who are going. So I do think it's going to, you know, it's going to look, I mean, those bleachers ain't huge, a little bit bigger than Eisenhower's, but the, I think they, I think they're going to look, they're going to look busy. They're going to look busy. That's what we're hoping for. So uh, have you applied for any jobs recently? <laughs> Believe it or not, I have. Oh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? I I might um, maybe if I know somebody, I can I can help you out. Uh, well, Peppermill. I mean, I heard they were hiring, so I went and fill out a job application there. We are and hiring. We'll be giving south, you. I went to the Y, but hoping for Peppermill. We'll we'll be giving you a call after you get this football thing figured out. Okay. <laughs> not not we're not doing any interviews and distracting from the uh, playoff run here. See, I tried so to. As soon as you guys that. are out, <laughs> soon as soon as you guys are out, I'll be giving you a call. We'll whoa, get something whoa, whoa, set whoa. up. You mean as soon as they're done with the state championship? Well, well, that's fine too. Yeah, whatever. As long as as soon as the season's over, we'll say. That's a way better way to put that. You can't be saying as soon as you guys are out. Well. You're you out want, with the championship. Chris, do you want to work for a boss who has that type of negativity? If he brings down the chocolate milk prices, I will. <laughs> oh, geez. Here we go. Here we go. That means your, that means your wage goes down. Oh, Here you go. <laughs> it sounds like Chris did some research before he applied for the job. So that's a good thing. He's showing yeah, that's a good he's thing. taking the initiative. He's. He's showing that he's interested in the business and, and you know, wants to get to know, know things. So he looked over the menu, noticed a high price on chocolate milk. Might have heard me bitch about it a time or two. Either way. A couple times. I think it's a solid move. You get a, you get a, a gold star for that, Chris. Anytime you are applying for a job, you want to research the company. Go into that interview knowing some stuff. So you're you off to the right. listen to you. You should listen to you <laughs> complain a little bit on the podcast. <laughs> it's not me, Chris. It's the world. It's Warren County. It's anybody who's ever stepped foot in that place. Chocolate milk prices are ridiculous. Uh, they are. Sketty, anything else you want to throw out about the I'm, game? I just, how, how are we feeling about uh, after practice this week? You guys had, what, uh, kind of like an off week last week almost? Take, take yeah, us through two weeks like prep. We had like a recovery week last week. A lot of, a lot of yoga and team like stretching a little bit of lifting and then going through like defense and offense this week is a lot more high profile and like strict i guess okay did you guys do any prep for like both teams or did you get were you just on a like we're gonna wait and see who wins this game or did you think cambridge is gonna win the game and you know you're were you planning for this or kind of a surprise we were planning for both teams. I mean, we had scout film on both teams, so we were been watching. We were watching that throughout the week last week, and then just going over a little bit of both. Okay. Who did Who did Cambridge Springs play? Mercer. 
And what was the score of that game? Do we know? Anybody? I don't know, honestly. I'm not sure off the top of my head. Was it a close game? Was it a blowout? Do we know that? It wasn't that it wasn't that close. Okay. All right. Well, good. So last week was you said yoga? Yeah. I've tried that a few times. I find it difficult. I had to call off work the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't golf for a month. Never doing yoga again. Short, long story short. <laughs> I don't move in those those directions, but Chris is young and nimble. So, uh, so yeah. So game plan. You said you guys are just gonna play play your game and try and go at them the same way you did last time. Is that pretty much what it comes down to here? Yep. What time are so what happened to the gates open? Does anybody know that? Games at seven, I, so probably like five thirty-six ish. So we had yeah. requests to do a live show down there. I just don't believe that we'll we would have the internet power to support an actual like show like this. Uh unless we were like unless we got a spot like up in the box somewhere, like wherever your daily locals broadcasting from or whatever. But uh, I think there's a possibility. I'm going to see how things go is maybe I'll do a pregame Facebook live or something like that. Once, if we get there a little early, I want, I want to make sure that the crowd is, is good. And uh, the pig pen, are they going to be in full force or what? They better be. You think is that the talk? I mean, is everybody ready to go? Is that was it there a pep rally this week or anything like that? They're doing a bonfire on Friday night for us. All right, we'll okay. get to bed early. Yeah. Oh yeah. No pissing Luckily around. Luckily, it gets gets dark early. They can have the bonfire at five thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Good call. They can do it early. So yeah, you're in bed by nine. Uh, that's my rule. So I don't know if the rest of your team's gonna listen to me, but you had better. Uh, need you fresh. Need everybody ready to roll. Uh, yeah, so we'll all be there. I bought myself a new Eisenhower Knights hoodie. I found it. At, well, I got a hold of Aunt Debbie. You know my Aunt Debbie. Oh, yeah. Yes. Got a hold of Aunt Debbie. I said, where can I get? I wanted a Knights football shirt or, or hoodie. But she was like, I don't know where to get one of those. But you can get Eisenhower Knights merch down at Dollar General in Russell, I was like, hell yeah. So I went down there and bought a few things. So we'll be Walmart ready. used to have it. I, I was looking uh, a couple weeks ago. Couldn't no, find I it at Walmart. You're right. Walmart Dunham's, Dunham's, Dunham's had too. it for a while too. Yeah. And I couldn't find I'm, it. I went in there the other day. I couldn't find anything. I'll but they also move can... shit around every time I'm in there. And I don't know where sure. I'm looking. And I usually get too frustrated. And then I just look at the golf shoes and then I leave because I'm just, I'm mad. So exactly I'll have to see if I, I can. Uh... <laughs> just look at the golf shoes. Oh yeah, yeah. I just always like to see what they got. <laughs> I, I think I've only ever bought one pair, but I've looked at that selection at least fifty times. Yeah, just walk straight I in. Look at the putters, the drivers. See, I just I got I'm I got this old. What do I have? Odyssey, and it's and I like it. So I'm not. I'm hanging on to that bad boy. No reason to upgrade yet. Plus, it's got the fancy back where I can flip the ball up nice and easy. It's not difficult. I don't have to, you know, bend over as much. Like I said, yoga doesn't, it all ties in together, but, uh, all right, Chris, well, we'll be, we'll be there supporting you. 
best of luck to you and your team. Hopefully we're, we're marching on to the second round after Saturday night. And uh, I hope the crowd, you know, gets there. Like they, the, the amount of attention that post got, I'm thinking we're in good shape. So I'm really hoping that you guys get a good turnout. Like I said, I, I, a lot of people I've spoke to plan on going. So hopefully everybody keeps up with that and gets there. It's not like there's much else going on. Daylight savings time puts everybody in a bad mood. Playoff football puts you back in a good mood. Correct. Oh, yeah. So that's that's where we're going. All right, Chris, anything else before you go? Uh, get your tickets online. Oh, yes. Uh, somebody, yeah, I already got mine too, but somebody did post that in the comments. I should I should have shared that link. In fact, I'll do that tomorrow. Uh, I'll share that link just in case somebody hasn't seen it, but I'm hoping that they have. But uh, by now anyways, but can you like, if I walked up to the gate and I didn't have tickets, could I just go online and buy them now? Like, can I do that? Like, can I go online at the gate, purchase two, and then they scan my phone? I wouldn't see why not. As, as long as I would assume, as long as they're not sold out. Cause you can use your phone for the tickets, right? You don't have to. That's what you're supposed to. Yeah. I was going to just do that. Well, I hope yeah. They it's like a, that. it's like a pro game. They just got the scanners. Oh, they do? Yeah. I think so. Wow. Technology with the old PDI AA. So, all right. Well, yeah, I'll post that link. I'll make sure I get that out there. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining us. Thank uh, you for having and, me. And, uh, well, we may, maybe next week we do it again, you know, talking about the next round. So go out there, play hard, and uh, bring back the dubs. Will do. All right. Take care. Go Knights. Yep. Thank you. Good kid. Yep. Can't believe he want to work. He wants to work for you. <laughs> <laughs> him and him and touchdown Tommy. They'll be down there. Uh, I know. Maybe that's what he's you trying to do. Maybe he's trying to. I think you're touchdown Tommy. Some type, you're building some type of football team down there. Is what it sounds like. All I'm saying is the cornerstone snakes better watch out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. You're, you're you're recruiting guys who will not be playing flag football and warning. Peppermill Peppermill Panthers here in about three years. Pepper. We're gonna have this squad together. I'll be retired by then for sure. All right, time to get into uh, three bagger. Is that where we're yeah. at? Yep. All right, let's let her rip. Uh, we got a recap. Do we want tunes? <coughs> Did we do tunes last week? Feeding the ducks. Well, I didn't do any tunes last Night driving. Week. I wasn't there last week. Yeah, you, you're in. the tunes guy. I'm into it. I like it. It gives us a nice little mellow vibe to the conversation. This is called night driving. I got to put the loop on, though. Okay. Before we get into the three-bagger, I did want to bring up, since we're in the sports betting uh, portion of the show, Mattress Mac, $75 million, largest payout in sports book history uh, in the United States. After well, you his- know what he does, right? Have you, have well, you yeah. read about this? He had to space it out through different sports books, right? Yeah, but you, you, so like apparently what he does is he hedges his bet where he's like, all right, if the Astros win the World Series, he owns like mattress stores around Houston. Yeah. All of the mattresses are on me. So right. he takes whatever money and he hedges his bet. So if he sells X amount of dollars in mattresses, he bets that on Houston to win. So if Houston wins and he has to give away the free mattresses, he's made his money back. If Houston loses, oh well, he's just out the money he made on the mattresses. It's okay. what I understand. I, I heard yeah, about no, this you, before. You're you're correct. He's done it every year that they've been in the World Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love the dude. I'd like to meet him. Big big yeah. gambler. 
Big that's old a gambler, a, huge that's Astros a a, fan. That's a hell of a payday. I'm assuming yeah, sure he didn't is. make that much on that, so he did well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of people in Houston. You never know. Yeah, I guess. I guess. All right, three-bagger review. Uh, last week, so Andy got to do some picks last week. Andy picked the Dolphins minus five versus the Bears, the Vikings minus three and a half versus the Commanders, the Bucks minus three versus the Rams, and he came in with a scorching 0-2-1 record. Not bad. Way to come out firing, Andy. Andy's new to sports betting, so he gets he, forgiven. He said that, yeah. Yeah, he is. He, he, he texts me about it once in a while, and, and uh, he doesn't ask me for pointers, which maybe he should, because I'm 16, 10, and 1 now. Although I did have a... Uh, you had a bad like, week two weeks ago. We both got... Yeah, we both got housed. Yeah. Those happen. But uh, let's see. Last week, you went Dolphins, Jags, Lost. and Bills. So you went 1 and 2 last week. Got the uh, Jag covered? Or Jags? Oh, they won, right? They outright. won outright. Yeah, they yeah, covered. Yeah, yeah they were yeah. dogs, yeah, and they, they won, won outright. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Bills lost two times in a row. Fuck that. Yes. Never, never bet in Buffalo again. So the Titans, I had the Titans 12 and a half, which you guys made fun of me for. Yeah. Uh, clear cover, almost one. Panthers, which you guys made fun of me for, got smoked. And the Seahawks, <laughs> which you guys uh, agreed with me on, they won outright. So I went two, two and one last week. Moves me to 16, 10 and one. Skeddy. 13, well under 500 and, now. 13 and 14. Oh, I thought it was worse than that. All right. Not bad. I thought it no. was well under 500. No, you're okay. 13 and 14. It's not bad. Hey, lock of the week, still of, six and two. Lock of the week is good. Tough one. So, it was a tough one this week. Let's uh, let's get into them. Skeddy riding the Seahawks plus three at the Bucks. Yeah, I just don't think the Bucks are very good. Um, I think the Seahawks are a little bit overrated, but I think the Bucks are just that bad. Uh Gino's got a little magic in him. Um, I'm just hoping the Bucks didn't get a little momentum from beating the dog shit Rams. <laughs> and I end up a loser on this one. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. You just never know how to take Brady. And betting against Brady has been an uh, an all time backfire for the last 20 years. So it's tough. It is. That's yep. a tough one. But Seahawks are playing good football. But you're right. The Bucks yeah, might be a little points, bit inspired. Yeah. That that final drive carries some momentum in the next week. Who the hell knows? First pick for me, riding my boys. Five, five, five straight covers against the spread. The Titans. Yep. Five straight. I'm going to take them again. They're at home. I'm assuming Tannehill is going to play this week simply because he was a game time decision last week. Uh, Malik Willis might be better with Malik back there. No, they are not. That is the <laughs> biggest crock of shit you've ever said in your entire life. There, he's not ready. I, I'm really interested to see. This is this was a barf game for me. I just didn't want to touch it because I well, think they, the Broncos de- Broncos run defense is like quietly no. good. They just they're, traded their they're, best they're, player. Well. I mean, he's pass rusher. I, I, I just, I, I'm telling you, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know about this one. I, I think I Tannehill's back. I do believe Tannehill's yeah. back. That changes things. Because uh, if he's throwing 15, 16 times a game, that's when he's most effective. And, uh, yeah. you know, if it, all it takes is Henry <laughs> to gash a few big runs and that passing game opens right up. So I just think yeah. the Broncos stink. And, and the Titans are at home. They're, they got a lot of momentum going in their favor. So, I'm going to keep riding them. Five straight wins. Why wouldn't I? 
uh, five straight wins against the spread. Also, not just winning the football games. But... Yeah, they yeah they lost this week, so five straight wins is not true. But yeah, against the spread. Right. five straight wins against sure. the spread is what I meant. So yeah, yeah, Browns yeah. at Dolphins minus three and a half. Yeah, I think the Dolphins are going to shit house the Browns. Um, I, I just really firmly believe they can put up the points that the Browns can't put up. I mean, the Browns are going to really have to rely on that run game and keep the ball out of two of his hands because Tyreek Hill is just absolute fucking stud. So Jalen Waddles look like an absolute stud. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah which, I mean, when you combo. have Tyreek, it's quite obvious when you have Tyreek Hill on the other side of whoever, it makes everyone's life a lot easier because you yeah, have to protect when, over the top. But it's you know, Jalen like Waddle, and he's just, he was, uh, you know, moving and in, in trending toward a number one receiver himself before Tyreek even got there. Yeah, see, I don't. I think that got a little overrated last year. He caught a lot of balls. I mean, he was he's a good receiver. Don't get me wrong, but I don't he's know good. that I would say he's a pure number one. I feel like he's almost so he's trending he's, that way. I he's didn't say he he's was. better. He's better than Juju. This isn't an Antonio Fuck. Brown Juju situation where he's yeah. only good because Hill's there. But I mean, Hill being over there helps him a ton. But you yeah, know, I just don't think the Browns are going to be able to score with these guys. I I think the Dolphins are going to blow this game out. I hate Juju, but you know what I'm starting to like about him. I, he hasn't TikToked and well, I don't know that because I don't have TikTok. I'm assuming he still TikToks, but I well, if he has, no one talks about it. That's the only. What, way what I'm starting to like about him is that every time he has a good game for the Chiefs, he says something bad about the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three weeks in a row he's had 100 yards or close, and he just immediately. Like they're like, so Juju, how is the game? And he's like, fuck Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, so, so, the same, so the same thing that you hated on AJ Brown for, you love Juju for doing just because Correct. it's the Steelers. Because it's the Steelers, yes. <laughs> All right, I okay. Right. Him for it, I don't think he's like he's he's being a bitter bitch. I'm not like disputing that. Like he's being. Uh, He's being Hopkins. He's being AJ Brown. Yeah, the bitter ex-girlfriend. Give me my hoodie back. Cry me a river. Like you moved on. They moved on from you. You haven't moved on from them. Is essentially what it is. But it's hilarious because it's Juju. He's an idiot, and he just dogs Pittsburgh. And I just think that that's really funny because he was so beloved there, and every you know everybody thought he was so great. And then last year, his last year there, nobody liked him. All of a sudden. You remember, like, when his bike got stolen and everybody was yeah. like, oh, go fund me, get him a new bike or whatever. Like, yeah. it was just, yeah. Yeah. All right, my next good. one. Lions plus three at the Bears. I think the Lions. I'm just, interested here. I am too. I, uh, I just think it's going to be close. I'm not, I don't know that the Lions win, but I could see this being a one or two point game somehow because it's just two, two teams that are just a wild card every week. Uh, yep. If it was if it was the Bears getting points, I would probably like that too. Like it's just yeah, kind of no. whoever whoever's getting the points here. I think you're in it's in favor of uh, the Bears. Don't really have a clear cut home field advantage unless it's monsooning. Uh, but, well, that's true. Shut up. But uh, yeah, I, I just I like the Lions. I think I think that they can put up points. Like they really can put some points on the board. They give up a ton too, yep. but. Yep. That's what I mean is if it's if it's this back could be and a big, forth. This could be a big game stack for my daily fantasy uh, DraftKings lineup. Stack yeah, the lines and give me Justin Fields and yeah, a bunch I mean, of Lions. Yeah. Yeah, it really could. I, I could see it going that way. But yep. uh division game. Yeah, I don't know. I just yep. like like the Lions here. Something about it. 
Cowboys at Packers. Scotty taking the pack plus five. <laughs> I know this. I think Oof. I thought this would shock some people a little bit. It is. I'm tell you what, shocked. I think Aaron Rodgers pissed off after losing to the fucking Lions last week. I don't think the Cowboys are that good. I, I've, I've been a. I, these are these are two teams that I've hated. So I thought to myself, what am I going to do? The Packers at home getting five points against this Cowboys team. I, I've got, I've got no worries about this. I think this is my best feeling bet of the week. I, I think the Cowboys are complete pretenders. I think the Packers are going to come back strong this week, and uh, yeah, I, I think they're going to do some damage. I have no interest. I, I'm gonna. I want to watch this game, but no betting interest at all in this game. <laughs> None. Okay. Gotcha. I, yeah. I could see your point, but I could also see the Cowboys just shitting on the Packers. Their injury list is like 15 or 16 deep right now. They are. They are banged up. They're Gary's out. Up. Yes. yes. Yeah, Gary's out. Seen, Dubs out. Yep. I've seen Matt. Matt. I've seen Ramage posting today, and he's like, people. The strength and conditioning coach is getting fired. Is not going to heal these people from injury. <laughs> Packers fans are all pissed off at strength and conditioning coaches because their injury reports this, like fifteen deep. It's like, dear Packers fans, this is what the 49ers have dealt with for like five straight years. Like, well, yeah. welcome to my fucking life. I mean, <laughs> in a way, like, you know how I am about the Packers. They're my secret crush. I support yep. them. I always cheer for them unless they're playing the Bills. Uh. But something I've noticed in going on with Ramage and following a few Packers pages and stuff is their fans have been spoiled because they Super are not, spoiled. Yeah, they are not handling losing very well. No, no, not not which, at all. Which understandably so. I mean, if if the Bills were like great for twenty years or however whatever longer than that, 25, 30 years, they've been pretty competitive almost every year. Like if the, that was Buffalo. And they had a bad year. I'd probably just like subconsciously start making weird excuses too, like blame the strength and conditioning coaches. Yeah, I mean, I also think there's a level of expectation when you get to that point where your team is in contention every year. So, like when you're bad, you just like I know for me with the Niners, like even though they've had some, they've had some good stretches in my life. They've also had some like worst team in the NFL stretch. And it just like when they're good, it's just you're that expectation of, you know, uh, 500 season, uh, you know, six win season just is not something you wanted. Like you might as well just blow it up. Like, you know, if we're, if we're not going to make the playoffs, if we're not going to compete, blow this whole fucking thing up and let's make changes and get back to where we should be. Right. It's not how it works, but that's how you play. Well, no, it's somewhat how it works. It just doesn't always work out that way. Yeah, I, watched, yeah. I watched the Bills blow it up and start over 15 times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And finally, Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean came along, and that was, you know, now I think we're good for a little while anyway. Speaking of the Bills. Oh, Joe. Yep. Here's my I, reason, because I, I don't care who starts a quarterback for Buffalo in this game. And I don't care that it's a one o'clock out of the spotlight game where Kirk Cousins can hide and play well. First of all, I think Josh Allen's playing. And I think he's going to play through that injury just fine because he's, despite what a lot of people want to say who don't watch him a lot, and they're just like, he runs too much, he's going to get hurt. Josh Allen is a tough son of a bitch. He's tough. He's mentally tough. 
he's growing mentally tougher. He wasn't mentally tough at the beginning of his career, I don't think. He had some meltdowns. Uh, never to the press, but on the field, you could just see it. And he's come a long way there. And I just, I do think he's going to play. And I can tell you this. When Josh Allen was, like, when this line opened and there was no Josh Allen elbow factored into it, do you know what the line opened at? It had to be significantly more. Nine and a half. Yeah, see, and, and I think, I still think I would have took the Vikings at, at nine and saying, a half. I'm not saying I would have taken them at nine and a half. I'm just telling you what Vegas is saying it's at. At <clears throat> everybody's yeah, fresh, mean, oh. this is who we're going. I suspect Poyer will be back this week. Milano will be back this week. Those were two key players who were missing from the defense last week. And it's it's glaringly obvious that Buffalo needs those guys on the field. They really do. Uh, I think yeah. that's part of the run issue. I think uh, Milano going out last week against Green Bay with the oblique was part of the run issue. So... I think they come back. They're going to be a little more healthy this week than they were last week. Even with a... After Allen's injury, which, you know, he didn't go out, but when that play happened, the very next play, he hucked the ball 70 yards. Some people were like, well, it was adrenaline. It was... No, no, it wasn't. It's... He he's, can play through shit. He's a tough kid. And he's got a rocket for an arm. Now, are we gonna? Is he gonna be airing it out like that, or are we gonna see a little bit different kind of approach from the Bills, which is possible? Yeah. I see. I, I I have a feeling they're gonna just rest Allen this week. If it's if it's even kind of so, close, you're, you're putting Allen point. on the bench. If they put Allen on the bench, Case Keenum revenge game. Give me. I'll swallow the points. I'll swallow the I, points. I just can't. I'm so. I just can't, after what we've seen this Bills offense look like for the last, whatever, three, four weeks. Where they, not that the three, offense has been bad, but... They played fine they, two weeks ago against they, Green they Bay. They are not... 27 points. Yeah, against Green Bay's defense. Like, I, I just, I, I don't... This this offense hasn't looked elite. If you're telling me Case Keenum has to come in, I'm, I, I would go Vikings. But this is a, I stayed away from this game simply because... I think it, it just wildly changes whether Allen plays or whether he doesn't. If, if Allen doesn't play, I like the Vikings. Uh, if if Allen does play, I think three and a half is a gift. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> like you're I'm gonna, excited. You're gonna bank I'm, a bunch of money. If Allen does play, I'm anxious to kind of like just as soon as they announce it, hop on the app and see what oh, that no, line it goes. Should to. Shoot. It should shoot up, but I just don't think it would be. Again, if it's at all close, I don't know the the inside medical information on this, but if it's at all close, you know, you're going to make the playoffs as the Bills. Why risk Allen right. doing something more to Especially that elbow? Like a non-conference game. Yeah, a non-conference game. It's a UCL. If he messes that up, you you might not only lose him for this season, you might lose him for part of next season. You know, this is a team yeah, that's right. ready to win now. I, right. I think you... I think they err on the side of caution in this game. I, I really would be surprised well, if he... And that's why I think we'll know how serious or we'll know the level of seriousness that it is when they make that announcement. Yeah. Because they said yeah. he might miss one game. If he does miss one game, I think it's still not so bad, but they're arresting him. And I think yeah, if he that's... plays, if he plays, then it's okay, it really wasn't all that bad at all. And yeah, you know, yeah. And he and he's okay. He's playing. 
Right. If I if I'm coaching that team, if I'm in that team's management, somebody has to tell me there's literally no issue. It was a right, you know, whatever, just a sore thing. Like if you're telling me, ah, there's still a little. I mean, that's what they that's what they called it. They're saying it was an elbow sprain. But, so, but it, I mean, if, if Alan comes to you and you're, you're and you're McDermott, you're coaching Sunday, and he comes to you Saturday and says, "Coach, I'm good to go. I got a little soreness, but I'm good to go. Let me play." If I'm McDermott, I'm saying, "Nope, no, sit your ass I, on the I, bench, Josh." Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not yeah. throwing the season away because you know because you, you want to play through a little soreness. It, exactly. Yeah, it's not. Come, worth, to, me, it's come not to me worth. when. Come to me when you have no soreness. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, last one, Scotty's lock of the week. This is the toughest lock of the week I think I've had to pick. I've been pretty odd with these games. Yeah, I mean, this would be an interesting uh, one. Yeah, I just, I, I really honestly think Niners at home coming off the bye week. Debo's supposed to be back. Hushek's supposed to be back. Uh, who the hell's? Uh, the Chargers kind of years. The Chargers kind of stink. The Niners have a great run defense. Eckler, yeah, he might catch some passes, but. This run defense is tough. Yeah. Oh, Eli Mitchell's supposed to be back for this. You know, so this team, if all these guys do come back and can contribute, I, I mean, I don't even know. The Chargers defense is is absolutely god awful against the run. Which load your which teams up no, with all the, the fact that their defense is bad makes no sense. Yeah. Well, they're just pissed poor against the run. I don't know if they're that bad against the pass, but like I mean, I'm just thinking McCaffrey, Mitchell, Debo, like th- these guys are going to fucking feast on this offense. I and I are on this defense, and I really think they're going to. I think they're going to cover this. What time is that game? I believe. It's, oh, is it the Sunday night game this week? Oh, that'd be. Sweet. I think it's a Sunday night game this week. I believe. Hmm. Yeah, I have to look. I don't know, but uh, I'm I'm pretty sure. Is, I don't know if I have Fanduel. Maybe I'll pull up, up with you for that one. Yeah, let me know because we should be. Let's see. It is a Sunday night game. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. Oh boy. Yeah, that's all right. That'll be a good one. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you. Thank you. I like uh, just reacting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) After work, I just react. Yeah, I know. I got the writing done pretty quick today too, though. I think yeah, we're just yeah. it gets it all gets smoother. Uh, yeah. All right, real quick, thank the sponsors: Swing Juice, Bushlight, Napoli, your daily local, JP Photography, Mean Sales and Service, Jones Pest Control, Me Myself and Ryan Podcast, Blue Line Auto, and Complete Roofing Systems. Thank you all. Uh, thank everybody who listened. Thank you, special thank you to Chris Bunk coming on and and uh, you know chopping it up with us a little bit. Letting us ask him some stupid questions. He answers them politely. <laughs> I'm surprised he likes us. He's way too nice. Yeah, you're correct. True. <laughs> he is, he's a very, very nice kid. Oh, he does make fun of you, which I like that. So, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah, that's, that's fair. Maybe uh, some of the yeah, original they, make fun of you. You guys made fun of me like the whole show last week. Well, yeah, we, yeah. And I wasn't even there to defend myself. See, I do it to me and, you right me and here. Had a con- me and Andy found, found a common bond, and you're going to ruin that right now? <laughs> I, didn't he say, like, maybe we have more in common than we thought? <laughs> Somebody yeah. said that. It was pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, no, thank you, everybody, for, for jumping on. Uh, make sure, if you're listening, give the episode a like, a heart, or a angry if you hate Sketty. Uh, we All of those help us. Uh, you know, get more 
exposure and get the show out there a little bit. So we appreciate you guys when you do that. Uh, again, it's like love, no wows, no sad. Just like love or angry face if you think Sketty's ugly. Just put that on there. All right. Uh, next week, we'll see how this Saturday goes. Maybe Chris Bunk be back next week. We'll talk about the next week's matchup, but one one week at a time. We can't right. distract his focus. So he'll be in bed by nine Friday night, just like the rest of the nights. Till next week, everybody take care. Be safe.